Shalom to all. Today's daf is Yushalmi Brachas Daf Chav Gimel, and we are starting at the very top of the daf. And in the Vilnius Surah Daf, it is Tesva Vamud Bey is the ninth line, the second word on the line. And today's daf is sponsored by Lili Nishmas Mars Miriam Sar Basab Yaakov Meisha Hernes Shama Shnevan Aliyah. And the Gemara says Reb Zeir tells us B'Shem Rav Abar Yirmiyah Loikhanis Adam Lebeis Hakvaris V'Yasat Shachav Sham. A person should not walk into Beis Hakvaris and relieve himself over there. V'Masa Kain if he did do so, all because Vaimer the pasuk says about him Loyeg Larash, someone that mocks the poor. Cherif Isehu he's the or blaspheming his master. The poor over here is referring to someone who's dead. He's considered poor because he can't do mitzvahs. So doing such an act in Beis HaKvaris is like mocking Hashem. Now in our vernacular, we usually shorten this Pasuk and we just call it Loyeg L'Rosh. Loyeg L'Rosh, as we just said, means mocking the poor. And for this reason, when we go into Beis HaKvaris, we tuck our tzitzis in so we shouldn't show the people who have passed away already that we have tzitzis and they can't do tzitzis and similar things as well. Now like Mara tells us Dalma, and we've had this before, this means Dalma Damya, what's this comparable to or what's a story that illustrates this? The great one, that's like Rabbi Rabba and Rabbi Yenison, they were walking in front of his coffin, in front of his Aaron. Rabbi Yenison was stepping on Kfaris, on graves. Rabbi Ruba told him, Now they're going to be able to say, meaning now they're deceased, are going to be able to say, Tomorrow they're going to be by us, meaning tomorrow they're going to die. And they're bothering us now. In other words, he was telling him that you shouldn't be acting like this. But Rabbi Yenison told him, Do they really know? Anything? How are they supposed to know what's happening? They're already dead. Lechang Sev doesn't say in the pasuk of Hamesim Enam Yadim Uma that dead people don't know anything. So Amrlei he told him Likras Atayadeya. You do know how to read, but Lidrash Enatayadeya. You clearly don't know how to dash in the pasuk because the beginning of that very pasuk tells us Kehaim Yadim Sheimusu. Those that are alive know that they will die. Now what's that referring to? Elo Hatzadikim. That's referring to Tzadikim. Shafil Bemisasan Kriin Chaim. That even after they died, they're called alive. Hamesim Enam Yadim Uma, which is the second part of the pasuk. Elo Harishaim. That's referring to even when they're alive, they're called Mason, they're called dead. How do we know that even when Rishayim are alive, they're called Mace? Because the Pasuk says, I don't desire the death of the dead one. That's what Hashem says. Could someone who's dead die? He's already dead. This is referring to Rishayim. That even when they're alive, they're called Mason. So Hashem is saying, I don't want Rishayim to die. How do we know that a tzaddik, even after he passed away, he's called Chaim? Because the Pasuk says, This is the land that I swore to Avram Yitzhak and Yaakov. Lamar saying, Why does the Pasuk say Lamar? And this is very important. Anytime the Pasuk says Lamar, it means that the person who's being spoken to in the Pasuk has to go tell this thing over to somebody else. By Hashem spoke to Moshe saying, saying means you have to go tell this to somebody else. So we hear the Pesach says, Lamar, what's the Lamar for? Amar Loi, he was telling him, Leich ve'emer la'avais, go tell the avais, Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov, kol ma'ash esnei everything that I stipulated with you that I told you I was going to do, asisi levnechem achrechem, I did it for your children after you, I gave them the land of Eretz Yisrael, I told you I'd give it to you and your descendants, and I gave it to your descendants. Now this is referring to Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov after they already passed away, obviously, and still they're being told about what's going on down here in this world, so we see that Sadikim, even after they pass away, are considered alive, they do know what's going on in this world. And now the Gemara moves on to Halacha, Related to Stam, Sefer Torah, Tfilin, and Mezuzas. If he mushed the letters together,
together, which means we have two letters that are touching each other. Is tanai tanai kasher? There are those that teach a brasa that it's kasher. Is tanai tanai pasul? And there are those that teach an brasa that it's pasul. Ravidi b'shem Rav Shimon b'shem Rav Yechanan explains mindemar kasher, the one that says that it's kasher milmaton. That's referring to when the letters are touching on the bottom. Mindemar pasul milamalon, the one that says that these two letters touching are pasul. That's talking about where they're touching on the top of the letter. Kigan, for example, artsenu and sefartenu, and we're specifically referring to the last two letters of both of these words, anun and avav. So if the nun and the vav are touching on the bottom, they're kasher. If the nun and the vav are touching on the top, they're pasul. Now, why is a pasul in one case and kasher in the other case? So the general idea is, is that when we're writing a letter, if the letter is completely written and only afterwards it gets attached to a different letter, so then we say that's kasher. However, if before the letter was written, before the entire letter was complete, it got connected to another letter, then it's pasul. So if we have the nun and the vav attached on the bottom, so then we say that the nun and the vav were their own independent letters, and then some ink got added in and it got attached, so it's kasher. But if the nun and the vav were attached on top, so then we say as they were being written, they got connected, and that means that the letters weren't individually formed beforehand, and that's why they're pasul. Whereas now we have two more cases that are a suffix, artzacha tzricha, sefartacha tzricha. If you wrote artzacha or sefartacha and two of the letters were connected, here we have a suffix whether or not it's kasher. Now what's that referring to? So take a look at the word artzacha. The word ends with the letters tzadik and chaf. So tzadik's a regular tzadik, but the chaf is an end of chaf or a langa chaf. It's long. And the question is regarding when we have the bottom of the tzadik touching the middle of the long leg of the chaf. So on one hand, we would say that it's not kasher because the long leg of the chaf wasn't fully formed. It was only halfway down and then touched the leg of the tzadik, so it's not kasher. On the other hand, we could say that it is a kasher letter because once the leg of the chaf reaches the length of the tzadik, so it's considered a proper letter, but it just has a short leg. And it's the same thing with the word sefartacha. So we have a suffix in these two cases. And another member from Rav Idi B'Shem Rav Shimon and the name Rav Yechanan. Rav Idi B'Shem Rav Shimon B'Shem Rav Yechanan says, Lo yamid adam amakam gavayi v'yispalel, a person should not stand on a very high spot and daven. Matam, what's the source for this? Amrav Abba Breder of Papa, he says, Hashem. I call out to you, Hashem, from the depths. A person should be in a state of hachna'a when he's davening in a lower area. He shouldn't be b'makam gavaya, which expresses haughtiness. Another member, Amrav Idi Breb Shimon, B'Shem Rabbi Yechanan, Lo Yamad Adam Yispal V'Tzarech Lanakavav. A person shouldn't stand to daven and he needs to relieve himself. Matam, what's the source for this? The Pasuk says, He can like Rasal Yisrael, prepare to greet your God, Yisrael. And a person should prepare himself by making his body clean and by going to the bathroom. Now, Amr of Alexandri, he has another source for this. Shemar raglacha kasher telech al beso alekim. Guard your leg when you're going to beso alekim. What does this teach us? Shemar atzvacham min hatipim hayoytsois mi bein raglacha. Guard yourself from the drops that come out from between your feet. Meaning, make sure you relieve yourself and you urinate before you daven so that drops don't come out in the middle of davening. Now, hadot tamar bedakim. This is only said by dakim when a person needs to urinate. Aval begasim, when we're talking about making a bowel movement, if a person's able to hold it in, if he feels that he needs to go to the bathroom, but he could hold it in, so he's allowed to hold it in, and he's still allowed to daven. Now, Chav Gimlon, based on top, once we had this Pasuk, we have another drasha. Rabbi Yaakov Bar Abayi B'Shem Rav Acha tells us, Shemar Ragel Chakasha Telech Al What does that mean? Shemar Atzma Chakshidhei Nikra Al Beso Guard yourself when you're being called to the Beso Alekim, meaning guard yourself when you're being called to judgment, Shetahei Tahar Venaki, that you should be pure and clean, meaning make sure you don't have any Averis. And Amr Vab, another drasha, the Pasuk tells us, Yehei Makarcha Baruch. But what's the drasha? Yehei Makaracha Lekever Baruch. Your calling to the grave should be blessed. Meaning, when you're called to the grave, when it's time for you to die, that should be in a state of being blessed, which means you should be free of sin. And Amr Avbrechia, similar drasha, the Pasuk in 
Kohelah says, a time to be born and a time to die. Now really, there's no point in having a Pasuk like this because people are born when they're born and they die when they die. So what does that mean that there's a special time to be born and a special time to die? So we have a drasha. Praiseworthy is the person that when he dies, is just like when he was born. Just like when he was born, he was free and pure and clean from sin. So too, when he dies, he should be clean from sin. And now to a brand new halacha, halacha Dalad, the Mishnah says, Someone who says Shema, but he wasn't able to hear what he said. Yatza, he's Yaitse. Lechatchila, he should hear what he says, but Bidyavet, he's Yaitse. Now Rabbi Yaitse, Amir Rabbi Yaitse says, Lo Yatza, he's not Yaitse. Another halacha, Karav lo Yitiktik Baisayasel. He read Shema, but he wasn't medactic in the letters. He mushed the words together. Al Vavcha, Esav Bisadcha. He didn't make a clear separation between the words. Rabbi Yaitse, Amir Rabbi Yaitse says, Yatza, he is Yaitse. And Rabbi Huda, Amir Lo Yatza, Rabbi Huda says, he's not Yaitse. Another halacha, Karav Mafreya, someone who reads out of order, Lo Yatza, he's not Yaitse. What does that mean, reading out of order? He read the third Pasuk, then the second Pasuk, then the first Pasuk, so he's not Yaitse. And lastly, Karavata'a, if he said Kriyashma and he made a mistake, he skipped a word or he skipped a Pasuk, Yachzor Lamakim Shatah, he has to go back to that place where he made a mistake. He can't just insert the Pasuk or the word that he skipped wherever he happens to be, because that's going to be considered being Kari Lamafreya, being Kari out of order. And now the Gemara tells us Rav Amarav says, Halachak Derechnehen Lahakel, the Halachas like both of them, Lakula. Meaning in the first part of the Mishnah, we pass in Lakula that if he said Shema and didn't hear himself, he's Yaitse. And in the second part of the Mishnah, we pass in Lakula also that if he read and he wasn't Mendaktik, he's also Yaitse. But now the Gemara asks, Dilachain, if Rav wouldn't have told us this, Ma'anan Amrin, what would we have said? We would have figured this out from the Mishnah anyway, because Stam of Rabbi Yaisi, Halachik Whenever we have a Stam Tana, meaning a Tana whose name is not mentioned, up against Rabbi Yaisi, so halachas like that stam tana. And Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Yuda, anytime we have machlekes Rabbi Yaisi and Rabbi Yuda, halachas like Rabbi Yaisi, the halachas like Rabbi Yaisi. So, Rav, why did Rav have to tell us that halachas like both of them, Lakula? We know that already anyway. So, Gemara answers, El begin Shema de Tani La Rabchia Bashem Rabmeir. Since Rav heard that Rabchia taught the second halacha of the Mishnah in the name of Rav Meir instead of the name of Rabbi Yaisi, Lafom Kane, because of that, Sarach Lamera, he had to say, that halachas like both of them, Lakula. And why is that? Because we know that when there's a Machlik is between Rav Meir and Rav Yehuda. We paskin like Rav Yehuda, not Rav Meir. So that's why Rav had to specifically say that we paskin like both of them Lakula. And a similar halacha, the Gemara tells us, Tani, there's a brisa in Nispal, Vlay Yishmiel, Yatza. If a person davened Shemayna Esrei, but he didn't hear what he said, he's Yatze. Elamin Yatzacha, according to whom does this brisa need to be taught? The Rabbi Yaisi, according to Rabbi Yaisi, that in our mission it says a person is not Yatze, in regards to Shemayna Esrei, he is Yatze. And the Gemara speaks that out. Haidain Rabbi Yaisi, which Rabbi Yaisi? Hadad Taninon, that which we said in our Mishnah. Hakari Shema Vlay Yishmiel, Aznai, Yatza. If a person said Shema, but he didn't hear what he said, he's Yatze. Whereas Rabbi Yaisi, Aimer, Loyatza, Rabbi Yaisi says he's not Yatze. That's why this brisa is necessary. For Rabbi Yaisi, that if a person davens Shemayna Esrei and he didn't hear himself, he is Yaitse. We're going to stop here for the day, but pick up tomorrow, continue to talk about this halacha, about one not hearing himself when he says something. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.